Streams, I would never send you those numbers ever. <laughs> nah, I still gotta know. You would have been like, yo, how the record doing? I'd have been like, good. Oh, <laughs> uh, bro, I still gotta know, son. You wouldn't have asked if I would have sent you those numbers. You wouldn't have asked. Look at that, I don't know. <laughs> I'd ask. I'd, I'd be trying to stay in tune with what you got going on, son. Then I'll have told you. I don't know how to find it. There you go. I don't know how to and, find it. And then you'd have been like, all right, one day I'm going to come down there and I'm going to show you. I'm going to be like, all right, and I'll dodge your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's good Shed. to know. That's good to know. Shed, five streams? Come on, man. I got to get me a street. I got to get me a street. Bro, I got to get me a street team or something. I know some cats around here with five streams. That's your fault. Okay. Oh, that I know them? No, no, I'm saying that's their fault. Oh, okay. You said that was my fault. I was like, hold up, bro. If you got five streams, you need to listen to your song or listen to your song on repeat every night when you go to bed for two weeks. <laughs> yep. yep, yep. I don't even know if that shit works anymore. Whatever nope. years ago, Spotify had work. <laughs> Spotify had that repeat button. <laughs> I read that somewhere. They was like, "Yo, play your song on repeat when you go to bed." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And guess what? The algorithm is now shut that down. Really. Yep. That's cool. I don't, I don't want to do that anyway. I kind of like to get, um, I kind of like to get a feel of what's going on out there. Yeah. So what's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Tosh This is who I am with my brother, my guy. Jay, that is who I am. And this is another episode of the Black Male Podcast. I don't know what episode this is. Let me check and see. You know, seven. I right, go episode seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Said that with a little conviction, man. Most definitely, man. Ain't a game. 77. Who you know got 77 episodes out here in the streets? Not many. Not many. Not many at all. And I ain't talking about you know, cats at all of with, I ain't talking about no Facebook Live with like one person every episode either. I've seen a couple of those pop off these past couple of days. <laughs> couple. I've seen some with zero, then I'd be the first one. Then my name on the out. screen. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> I am not a part of your content, G. <laughs> shit, some of them be some of them be swift on it. They call your name on real quick. They be like, oh shit, boy, straight that. I'm like, oh, it make you, it make you sit there for a little while. <laughs> yeah. If you call Yo. me out, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you, peace, brother, something. Yo, somebody hit me with this shit, man. I jumped on the podcast. They probably gonna know if they listen to our shit. It was like, oh, G. I'm like, what's up, fam? Sat here for about 15 minutes. Got the fuck up out of there. <laughs> but, but, I, but I will say this, though. No matter how many followers you got, man, if you're passionate about what you're doing, keep pushing, man. We're just being goofy. It ain't shit. Yeah. And, and plus, to me, it's it's not a... The only reason why I may not listen to a lot of it is because Facebook is not a smooth listen. It's not a clean listen. I can't just exit out of it and it just still plays on my phone. You know what I'm saying? That's that's for me. I'm not gonna sit here and look at you, talk to the camera. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, granted, we do video, but our video lives in YouTube and you could do increments. Only Facebook, it's like, fam, I gotta sit here on this app that I don't even like like that to watch you. You know what I'm saying? When you put that audio up, put that audio up, share that out, let people be a part of it, and then we can move forward as a unit. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm I'm just not gonna sit on Facebook and watch it. I don't watch nothing on Facebook like that. But I've I've learned mm-hmm. that the people that I know personally mm-hmm. that do listen to the podcast, for some reason, they only listen to like five episodes at a time. They'll I'm just they might start at 72 and just listen all the way to 77. 
I ain't mad at that. That's, that's a good no, 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 I'm not. But I'm saying most people that I know personally, mm-hmm. that listen, that's what they tell me. They'll binge watch it or binge listen at work or something like that. They're just I respect it. I appreciate that. that. I love it. I love the fact that you listen. That's why I care more about the audio than I do the video. The no, I'm video, saying that I as care far about as, the video, but I care more about yeah. the audio. I'm saying that as far as a power in a catalog. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's like if you don't have a catalog, yep. they can't binge watch. And that Facebook shit ain't no catalog. No, like we got with 77 episodes of a person, like say, never heard you before. They can pick right. a spot. Right. You know what I mean? That can be how they get through the work week. That's a fact. And it's, fact. it's easy to catalog once you find it on whatever platform you're on. Once you find it, it's, it's there. So listen, gotta enjoy. Yeah, it's there. I agree. You know now I'm with you. With you one thousand percent, man. Let's get into the show, man. We got a few topics. Uh, we got a few things to discuss. We haven't talked in a while. Everybody's been a little bit busy, and we only doing one podcast a week. So let's get into some quick sports talk. Pat Bev is now with the Lakers. Um, what's your thoughts on Pat Beverly? He's happy because he um, wanted to play when with you. Ball. When you um, yeah, but when you get a player like Pat Beverly, you're not rebuilding. It's like you feel like you're at a win now stage when you get a player like that. So it's 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 represent it's representative of a team trying to build chemistry more than anything. So when you get a player like that, it's almost saying like you have no intentions on keeping Russell Westbrook. That's how I look at it. You know what I mean? Darvin Ham is a new coach. I think Patrick Beverly kind of fits in that Darvin Ham mentality. Darvin Ham was like a <clears throat> Patrick Beverly, that was 6'5", he can dunk on you. He's like, he just played like a brute. Pat right. Beverly's a brute. I think they want to raise the defensive intensity. You know, I mean, maybe Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly can yeah, put everything to the side yeah. for, the, for yeah. the sake of winning. Because the Lakers kind of have no choice. Not many teams want him at what they want to do with him. That's last resort. But I think they've been trying to move him. Yeah, I don't I think, think they so can. Too. I don't think they can don't move think him they either. can. You know? And they're not going to bite that bullet and pay them either. They're not going to cash them out. And That's they got a, and they got to bolster that that um that secondary like their um second their bench. And I think Pat Beverly will help with that when it comes to the bench coming in, being you know all defense and can handle the rock. So you well, know, on, on another ball, level, he can handle the rock. On another level, if if Russell Westbrook can buy in. Just having Patrick Beverly there can give Russ one of the best seasons he's had in the last three years. Because if you're not playing hard, Patrick Beverly gonna chase your ass. Yeah. On the bench in the locker room. <laughs> I mean, he said it. Thirty games. He said it. He said LeBron has no. Le, I said he said the Lakers right now is all fully dependent on LeBron. There's nobody else that can say LeBron. Yo, you already know what you could do to him on the post. Take him on the backside, this, that, and the third. There's nobody else there to speak that. He said when they had Rondo, Rondo was there to do that, and look what they did. They won. He said yeah, after Rondo that, they had no Rondo, Rondo and Russ couldn't get along either. Nope, not a bit. But think about that. Think about what you just said. These are the people that Russ can't get along with. Rondo, Pat Bev, two players that's pretty much the same as Russ. In mentality. Yes and no. <clears throat> They're the same. Loud, bolsterous. Except they for, are. Except for, except for Rondo's a winner. Proven winner. This is what I'm saying. Both of those, both of them make decisions. They make winning basketball decisions. Ball decisions, yep. Patrick Beverly's not going to take that shot if he thinks he's not going to make it. Nope. Rush delusionally thinks he's going to make it. I think it will jump. 40 feet above the three-point line and shoot that shit past who the jumps, highest point. Who jumps 40 inches off the ground and shoot a three-point? First of all, just the fact that you jumped that high means you're going to miss it. <laughs> he be up there. Glide. Then, he, then he shoots a line straight drive. Straight on. Straight on that shit. Like he pushing it. Like, yo, fam, there's no... Where the gooseneck? Where the gooseneck? Russell had no gooseneck. Got a dog bone. You've been playing basketball for over two decades, and you still can't follow through. No follow through. But it's, but this one don't drop. I, it don't do none of no, that. But nah, <laughs> and, and 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 this isn't even his defense. It's an observation. I was saying to my son, because we both always like Russell Westbrook. When you watch him play, like on games where he dropped forty or something like that, 
when he does set up and follow through, yo, his J is wet. Yeah. But he just doesn't, but he just doesn't do it. He doesn't never set up. He just he just flicks it. That's your man. I mean, it is what it is. First battle of Hall of Famer. Everybody getting in the Hall of Fame these days, so yeah, you're right. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't think that's the reason why he'll get in there, but it is true. They are letting people in there like that. He'll get in because of the triple doubles. I think football is worse than basketball. Oh, yeah, football letting everybody in. Shannon Sharp be pissed about that. Deion <laughs> Sanders, like too. Deion, too, yo. He was like, now nah, I need to be on a different side. Like, yeah, yeah. a different jacket. <laughs> I was like, yo, damn, Deion. Yo, I love it. Yo, matter because this is not a topic, but I should have put this as a topic. Everybody complaining about what Deion Sanders had to say about the dress code of the players on the team. Like, because it's a dress what, what code. What did he say? Everyone I is complaining and saying that his dress code, the dress code he has is um is too dated. Let me see. Hold on. Why is it that? What is he asking for? I didn't I didn't see that. Uh, I'm gonna get I got you. I mean, I got faith in Dion 95% of the time, so I can't see it being anything outrageous. It ain't outrageous, bro. Trying to see what I can find. What do you say? No do no do what do you say? No do rags? I think so. Nah, nah, it wasn't no do rags. Damn, man. I'm having a hard time buying my dog. And Dion was one of he was one of the most flamboyant people ever, so I can't see it being too outrageous. It's it's not. Uh it's not it's not super crazy, but it's not. It's not um what's the what's the name of Jackson State? JSU. See if I can pull up a JSU. It's not it's not bad. I can see why people complain, but it's we not always complain though. Yeah. We always complain. But the the sad part is it dot is that it's it always come more from us. You know Son, it's his it's it's his program though. Mm-hmm. Let him run his program. I agree. That's the bad part about it. Like you have um Van Lathan um say something. He was like, I love Coach Sanders and all, but that's a little dated in what he's saying. It's like, you know what I'm well, I ain't mad at that either. That's his opinion, but uh I don't have to agree with it. I agree. I did buy some Jackson Jackson State um merchandise. I can't wait till that shit comes. I know um Deion Sanders he also always speaks about not being mediocre in the classroom. <clears throat> and that and that's what and that's what, and that's what it that. was all about. And that's exactly what it was all about. It was mostly about mm-hmm. the classroom stuff. Yeah, he don't want his players coasting through life. So if he Bro, and he was saying some dope. Forth. Yeah, and it was some dope shit. It was like some but address code, dope shit. A dress code is really a form of discipline when you're dealing with athletes. You know what I'm saying? You want to get them used to surviving within the structure. Right. Because it was like, he said, no, he was like, you know, no wearing um, tank tops, wife beaters to class. He was like, no exposed armpits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit like that. Well, you're an athlete. He wants you to carry yourself as <laughs> he, a special. He wants the players student. to sit up front. You should stand out. You're an athlete. Yeah, you and he's stand like, out. because yes. if you ever have any issues <clears throat> in class, the professor will know. This is this is how this is how I look at it. As a parent, I would look at it like this. It's a privilege to play on a Deion Sanders football team. He wants you to carry it like a privilege, yep. cherish that privilege, and take advantage of your opportunity. We've I both go. we've both been to college. We've both been to college, bro. You ain't doing nothing in the back of the classroom, bro. Not a damn thing. So yeah, sit your ass in the front. I agree. I agree totally. I agree a thousand percent with you. And I agree at with least the, at, at, yeah. le- at least the first half of the classroom. Don't at be in the back. Least. At least. I'd be the coach walking in on your ass. You in the back. I'm gonna have you run it. Well, he already said he said it's gonna come, it's gonna it's gonna come from the um team first. In the classroom or in life. Mediocrity. That means just making a C when you have the qualifications of making an A. 
You don't mind. You cool with that. Why? Because you passed. That ain't the one. That ain't the one. But that's a that's a great one. That's that was great. They got that. They got that in the hoodie. I get it. Consistency. No, they they do. They do got it in a hoodie. That's the same one he has on. That's the one I ordered. And they do. I have it's all blue. Damn it, where is it at? I gotta find that, man. I don't even care what color it is. I can get a JSU drunk. Me too. I hey, I I gotta buy both though. My daughter gonna be upset. She grown. Uh, she be high. I ain't gonna be able to find it. They probably took it down. Yeah, they, people probably complained. About I don't know it. if it was on his page. It might not have been on his page. I think it was on. Well, his I look at it. Page. It's um when you got a when you got a college athlete as a coach, you know you're mm -hmm. part of developing them from young man to man. So if you're having structure, I look at it as a good thing. We're not talking about the NBA or the NFL. These are professionals. Right. Having a, I don't I don't have a problem with dress code. You know what I mean? Whatever. I don't either. I think I th and I think his dress code was wasn't wasn't an issue. Like like he said, he just, you know, no exposed armpits where um where um you know what I'm saying? Don't, you know, that's it. And no slides. So no tank tops, no wife beaters to class, no slides. If you acting up in JSU um, football apparel, everything that y'all wearing right now, your coaches are going to know, and then it's going to get back to me. And once they get back to me, you might not be here. He didn't say I had to pull the pants up? Nope. He didn't even say that. No, he should have said that one, but I get it. Yeah, that that's the one that should have been said, but he didn't say that. I think that's probably already understood, though. I think so too. Fucking with him is understood because you don't see I'm none sure of them. He, you don't see none of them doing I'm that. No, nah, I'm sure he addressed that. I'm, I'm, I'm already tired of. And bro, and honestly, honestly, let's be real. The people that still really doing that shit is these fake super hood cats and old niggas like old niggas around our age that still be sagging. That's a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? But these, like these younger, like my son, like these generation, they literally wear their pants all the way to their waist. You know what I'm saying? And they should be a little on the tight side. But they so don't do every, all that sagging shit. Every, it'd be, it'd shit. be cats that's literally, I, I can't even front, bro. I think 35 to 40, 45 in that age group that's doing it. Nah, it's, they're still young as I did, but most of the time they, they misinformed, bro. That shit is corny to me, bro. I saw a dude walk up the street recently. We passed by him. His pants, like you can see nothing but his underwear. His pants was like, ain't, no, not even that. You know how between your legs, the little opening, you can see all the way through. You can see that and then his pants. So his pants, the gap between his legs and then his ass. And I'm like, yo, fam, pull your fucking shit up. You can't even walk. How can you walk like that? They got to hold the front. That shit is clown material for me. I hate that shit. I hate that shit with a passion. There's no way my son could come home with his pants like that, bro. No fucking way, bro. You can't even look at me like that. Or leave the house like that. Yo, yo, where you going? Oh, I'm going up the street. Oh, you gonna see nah, some? No. You gonna see a little your little boyfriend? What you mean? I ain't like that. You showing your ass, you showing ass material. That's what that's about. That's what that shit was made for. That's what that shit was about. That's what that shit was for in the jail system. The wolf nigga say, yeah. Huh? Then I'm like, all right, have, have at it. Have Enjoy your day. You're lying. Enjoy your day. Lies. <laughs> enjoy your day, son. Lies. You over there advertising, advertising your goods. Enjoy your day. That's what, but that's what it was for. So I mean, advertising the goods. Got them yams on the plate. That shit's ridiculous, bro. I can't stand it. All that sagging and shit, holding the front of your pants to walk. I just never understood it, bro. I don't want no breeze up my ass, bro. I know that sounds like some old nigga shit, but I just never that. Yeah, but you got on a, a, a short shirt that's form-fitting. You know what I'm saying? So you got a gap between your shirt and your pants that just shows underwear. And it ain't like you got on some Gucci boxes or something like that. You just, even if you did, you look stupid. You got all the straight fluffy Walmart joints. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like you got a pamper. 
Motherfuckers be no Ithacas or nothing. Just be some bullshit. Hey, that's all this bro. Mission form, form. Definitely Mr. Form. Chet Holgram. He's hurt already. Little body ass. Hey, get hurt early. Get hurt early. Get it out the way. Dang, so I, hey, man, long as he don't turn, because you know how they do in, in sports, bro. They already making it seem like, hey, man, um, what skills say? The great Bill Walton. He was awesome in college, awesome this, that, and the third. Got to the NBA and kept, kept having foot injuries. It's like, damn, y'all putting that on this young man already? Chet was never awesome, first of all. Bill Walton dominated college basketball at epic levels. Tell Skip, calm down again. Yeah, he be jumping off the handle, son. Kristaps Porzingis played at an all-star level before he got hurt. This man ain't done nothing. He's already hurt. Yeah, nothing. But he got play. hurt Yo, at a pro-am, son. Defending LeBron. Nigga, what you think LeBron going to do to you? He wasn't in even the defending LeBron. He got in the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, but they make it seem like he did a good job of LeBron because LeBron missed the ball. It was I like, mean, oh, LeBron didn't want to hurt that listen, little boy. Only reason why LeBron missed because he was shocked that that boy got in his way. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't want to hurt him. <laughs> we, do, we do got to play in the league together. No, LeBron is like 55. He don't want to hurt himself. Like, get out the way, little guy. This is pro-am. What is your problem? <laughs> they didn't come see you play. They came to see me. <laughs> it brought with a band on his ass. Say, and he got hurt. Yo, that would have been humiliating. Listen, watching, watching that play, I can't believe this guy is out for the whole season. Yeah. Me too. Kind of, I was like, what kind, what kind of feature you got? What <laughs> <laughs> you got, little nigga? It pulled a, I think said it tore a ligament in his foot. Son, you in the NBA ready, man. <laughs> LeBron stepped on his pinky toe, man. Now that shit broke. <laughs> but yo, like I told my son, Chet thinks he's as good as he think all he the all-stars in the league. He no, he, he thinks nice. he's all-star level right yeah, now. He really yeah. does. Yo, he is not. <laughs> he said it out his he really thought in his mind, he's thinking he's gonna go to the NBA, lead the league and block shots his first year. He feels hey. that. And I hate to say it, bro, and they doing that because they need a great white hope. They need a great white hope. No, he's doing this on his own, though. But he's talking but, shit. But I'm saying the media's help pushing that because it's a lot of media people like they putting him on that pedestal. They need a great white hope. Luca is their great white hope, but the problem is he's from another country, so they can't he, get he, totally he behind. Him. He, he can't get totally behind him, right? They can't get totally behind him, so they got to get one. They don't have one. Think about the last white boy you remember that was just like, yo, we can't fuck Who? with him. Who? Can't say I mean, Steve Nash. He's from Canada. Who? I mean, he's still white. Still yeah, Caucasian. Nah, that, that, that don't fit into their white hope shit. I know it don't. Last one, sad to say, was Larry Bird. Well, I thought the shaker. Steve Nash don't recognize himself as European. <laughs> that was it. Larry Bird was it. And Dirk? Dirk don't count. <laughs> oh no, Dirk don't count. Dirk man so Dirk came to work, came to work every day with a paper plate with foil on top. That man was married to a black, been yeah. married to a black woman for years. Yeah, Steve Nash don't associate himself with European. Luca don't even. Nope. So Larry that's Bird, that's it. That's it. Bird. So Shit. this Hogram is they Larry. they end. Larry Bird get mad, you have a white guy guard him. Yeah. Oh, you being disrespectful, huh? He was man? dead nice though. He knew white boys were nice. They thought they thought Jimmer Fredette was gonna be that guy though. I remember Jimmer, man. Jimmer he was close, but no cigar. Close? I like Jimmer too. I, I do not I do not understand how this guy is too great for the G League, but not good enough for the NBA. I don't understand that neither. It's something happened, bro. Because dog, think about it. what's the kid that plays for um for the Bucks, what's the white boy he name? Couldn't make, couldn't make a shot for the Bucks. Yeah, what's the white boy that played for the Duke? Jimmer can't make a shot, bro. He just went. Not, he, not when he went he pro. Played on them I, saw, I watched him on them Nick game. The Nick team. No, wasn't he got drafted by the Kings, man? What are you talking I know, about? He used to but start. he also he also played for the Knicks for a little while. They gave him a chance. That was way past. That, that was like six past. years later. He got bro. drafted by the Kings. And they only spent like two seasons with the Kings. And then think about your organization who you go to. Got the Kings? 
The Kings ain't been good since Weber. So the Kings made him shoot 30% from the field? No, oh, you a system, bro. You need a system. You still need okay. a system. Come so on, Jimmer, man. so the privileged guy. You call him privileged? Yeah, he's privileged like a motherfucker. And he he's not kicking ass, though. I think he's in, like, China or something. Like yeah, because he's not Killing. that good. He's not an NBA player. What you mean? China League is crazy. He's not an NBA player is what I said. It's not the same. He killing the G League. What that mean? He not an NBA player? I think he's not an NBA player. player. If they, got that boy, they got that boy from Duke still playing. He's damn sure not an NBA Ooh. player. What's that white boy? Fucking um, always hurting everybody. Because he, he, play, he plays defense, though. He's gritty. He dies for loose balls and all the other bullshit. Nobody else going to do. Yo, he's Chet, Pat Beverly. Chet Holgram. He's Pat Beverly, white Chet, Chet Holgram. Um, this is trash. I ain't gonna call trash, him trash. Man. I ain't gonna call him trash. I ain't gonna call him trash. We're gonna see what he does. I'm just changing the subject because I don't want to hear that shit. Anytime, any, anytime, huh? anytime somebody go to your Knicks and 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 nut up, you over there defending the Knicks while they nutted up. Who's defending the Knicks? You trying to act like Jimmer Fredette didn't make it because he was on the Knicks. The Knicks was the only team to give him a chance at that time. That's a fact. You're right. And he killed in G League. Yeah, he did. But then when the Knicks put him on the court, he couldn't make a damn jumper. Because he keeps pulling up from 40 feet. My, let me look for my Jim Ferdet highlights right quick. Let's see this one. I don't want to see that bullshit, man. You're going <laughs> to waste, <laughs> waste, the whole, waste, waste the whole show researching a trash bucket. Jim Ferdet NBA highlights, man. Wow. I'm ready to roll. I'm going to roll his game right out there to the front for the trash pickup in the morning. <laughs> Yo, and they pull up. You know, NBA, and they pull up. NBA highlights. I just put Jimmer. That's it. Jimmer. Oh, let's see. So what he got highlights? What does that mean? That boy, that boy good ball. So where he at? Man, plays no defense. He has no court vision. He's <laughs> only like 5'10". <laughs> and he was short, so. He was short. Fake, fake ass height. He ain't no damn 6'2". <laughs> he was short. Duh, you right. It was a long time ago, too. You put him on the right team, maybe. But it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late. Way too late. Ain't nobody trying to develop no old he, niggas. He played for the. He played for um, Phoenix for a little while. If you can't make it to Phoenix, you trash. They let you shoot out there. Yeah. He scored 41 points when he played for... No, nah, that wasn't Phoenix. That was yeah, the man, listen to these, That man. was the Shanghai Sharks and some shit like that. <laughs> hey, yeah, any, 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 anyway. He's going 71 points with the Shanghai Sharks, man. Jimmy might as well go to the big three then. There ain't, no white boys, ain't no white boys in the big three, neither. Yeah, there's plenty of them. Oh, okay. you, just don't know they, you just don't know where they are. Yo, you see Gilly, man, Gilly running around on the court doing the most while he playing in, playing on the little big three celebrity shit. I mean, Gilly said it on one of his shows, man. He just having fun hooping, man. I mean, I ain't mad, yo. Right. We all trying to live live our best life and have fun. This dude just having fun hooping, man. Like he is. he's never he's never he's never played D one or at any of these high level tournaments, so he's having fun. My thing is, stop him from scoring. Then he can't do all Did that. he play in college? I thought he played in college. He just got kicked out of school. I don't know about him playing in no college. Timmy Cameron was talking about it. I don't think he played in no college, bro. Oh, okay. I know he played. Um, I know he, went to, he went to college. I mean, I can't say he didn't. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I think he got kicked out of school or some shit like that. I, don't so, I think that. he said he's selling weed or something. Like yeah, okay. Everybody got a drug charge. Oh, robbing somebody, some shit. Yeah, everybody got a drug charge. I mean, you could tell he could play. He was short. Nah, that nigga Jay Wet. Yeah, you could tell he could hoop. If they had a um, if they had a hip hop celebrity game, Gilly would be tough. Yeah, I think I think the toughest from outside looking in, Gilly, Chris Brown, Chris Brown can hoop. That's about it. Maybe, nah, maybe, two, maybe Quavo. Two chains, nigga. Oh, yeah. Two I forgot chains. about it. I forgot about it. Yep. And he played. He played in college. He played. Too. Yeah, mm -hmm. he played four years. Yep. yep. Game can still hoop, man. He'll probably try to start a fight, though. 
Game look hella fat out there. <laughs> he look fuzzy. He look fuzzy. <laughs> he look stupid as fuck he, out there. Got some. He got. He got grown man weight. I mean, come on. He can still hoop though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Master yeah, P will yeah. come out there. Nah, he can't hoop no more. <laughs> it's like having Romeo out there. Oh, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yo, so yo, just a quick minute, man. Um, I'm I'm just saying what I'm I'm pretty much tired of this, bro. I'm tired of all this men only hang out with men because they love men and not women talk. It's a bunch of these panda bear guys out here saying that and and every woman jumping under there. I I, I don't see it. I don't understand it. I don't, I'm not feeling it. I don't think that's the case, but I am kind of tired of all these podcasts picking a narrative, running with it. And, and it's all, and I hate to say it, bro. It's always on the side of, Whatever makes a woman feel like, hey, I need you to listen to my shit and share my shit. So I'm a, I'm gonna say this, you're gonna agree with it, and then it's gonna grow legs. I mean, that's pretty much the formula right now. That shit. Is I mean, that, that, crazy. that Well, the problem is, it's just like with hip hop, it's so saturated, and the styles that are saturated are usually the ones that attract the most attention. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like people are attracted to drama. So that's a drama topic. Everybody jumps on it in support of it because it brings numbers. Right. The algorithms will probably take you right to it. And they're taking a small sample size and they're making a generalization. Yeah, you do have some men that have problems communicating with women. Yeah, you do. Right. But you also have a lot of men that don't. Right. (laughs) And the sad part is, man, the communication comes into the play when the issue with communication comes into play every time they say something, you're getting yelled at. You're getting constant. When you've been constantly yelled at since you were young, from your mother, black woman, from the women you date, more black women, where nothing that you say or your point can't never be, um, you can't never express your point. Of course, at, at a point, you're going to get tired of talking to them. So now I've developed a way I can't communicate. Now, even but now that, I even can't that topic, even that topic is a sample size. Right. There's no def- there's no definitive conversation. The only way that topic makes sense to me is if you cover the whole dynamic of it. Mm-hmm. That dynamic you gave another dynamic. There's so many dynamics of it. Some some people don't know how to communicate. Period. Right. It has nothing to do with none of that. Some of us don't know how to communicate with each other. That's a fact. So if if I can't communicate with you, I can't communicate with women either. I just can't communicate. Period. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to deal with the whole dynamic, then that's fine. You could bring up daddy issues. Hell, you could bring up mommy issues. You could bring up societal issues. You could bring up economics. There's no one answer to the shit. Right. This is the sad part is, man, it, it, it's, it's, it's portrayed as if you a guy, you just, yo, I'm going to go hang out with the fellas tonight or you don't like women. No, I just don't want to be, I, I, I don't, I'm not feeling you today. Like, I love you, but I need something else today. For this moment, I need to go hang out with the homies. Did I ever say I like you? No. I was, you know what I'm saying? Right. You didn't even t- you didn't even tell this woman you want to be with her anyway. So your dynamic doesn't count. If you're within a relationship that's solidified and that goes on, then you have a conversation. Most of these women are with men that don't want to be with them. Right. He doesn't like being around you. You're gonna argue. You're gonna Bro, I love fight. my lady. I love my lady, but I ain't trying to different. be around her every day. Every day, yeah, all day long. Like some days I got to go dip out. Nobody's around all day. That's not realistic, yo. Right. I remember um, once one, one position I had, there was somebody that worked there. And um, I don't know, like six years ago or something, asked me was I married or whatever. I was like, nah, we were just talking. And she was talking about, you know, her, her kids and her man and all that. Just regular conversation, shooting the shit. And, um... I'm going to leave out the bullshit parts. But anyway, I'm going to go back to what she said. She said if she's dealing with a man, she has to see him every day. I said, well, yeah, if you live with each other, it makes sense. You live with each other. She was like, no, I don't care. If I'm with a man, I need to see him every day. I was like, how's that possible? He don't go to work? Well, even if he's not working, he ain't, he ain't trying to make no money? He don't have other family, his own kids? What they got to do with it? I can go with him to see his family. I'm like, what? And I thought about it, I'm like, she, she can't be the only person that feels like that. Because usually no. when somebody tell you something stupid, 
There's a hundred other people that are co-signing that stupidity. The sad part is, bro, is so many people out there that say they even put memes. If 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 um if I call you and you don't answer, we single. That's the new shit that I've been seeing online. If I don't see you today, we single. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're single. Like, yeah. Bro, I don't want to look, man. I live with my lady. We talk every day, but there's some hours where I'm just in my own little world. Let me be. I don't go. Go whatever now, you want me, to do, go do that. Let me, let me give you this example. It just came to my head. As a, a chick that works works at my job and shit, and um, she was doing overtime at one time, like two days out the week, right? She got three kids. Mm-hmm. Her, her man lived with her. The kids aren't his, though, right? She doesn't do overtime anymore because he wants her to come home right after work. So she can't make extra money for her kids because you want her to come home, but you're not trying to put that difference right. within that. Like you that stuck on her coming home to where her coming home a couple hours later, a couple days a week, got you. What, what are you doing? <laughs> he don't want to watch them kids. That's all that is. Yeah. That's what that is. That's all that's about. I need but you to move. Then why you move in with her? That's my thing. You moved in with her knowing she got him. That's part, that's part of it. That's a part of it. Unless unless you were homeless, you just needed someone to stay. Not to say it's probably the case. I think it was a couch pirate. It was a couch pirate. We gotta, we gotta stop. I can't stand it. Honestly, man, I think, you know, not to put the blame on women, they need to make better choices when they got kids and bring dudes into their foundation. You can't just bring uh, any nigga around your baby, yo. It's a I lot of dudes that. out here killing. It's a um situation where this um this dude and his lady, they killed, she, he killed the, their two-year-old child. Damn child had a collapsed lung, all type of shit, bruises all over the place. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Oh, here in North Carolina, they show them yeah. putting weed, um, giving weed to the babies or bashing their head in because they talking too much because you want to play your video game. You know what I'm saying? Dude, a dude killed, killed a girl's child that he was watching because the baby went and cut the fucking um, PlayStation on while he was in the middle of his game. Yeah, but even still, you know, most people think like if they have daughters, that's the danger. If you have a son, it's still danger. Hell yeah. These little boys are getting touched too. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, I know. think they getting getting touched just as much in a, an alarming rate, just as much as the young girls. But because it's so frowned upon for a, a, a young man to come out and say anything, because they don't want to seem gay. That's the crazy part about it. We have that. We have that correct. such that that crazy stigma with homosexuality that we're scared to come out when someone and inappropriately touch you or do something physically to you because we don't want people to think we're gay. Think I mean, how I, crazy I, that is. I know of a situation some years ago. Mm-hmm. This chick ma- married mm-hmm. the the young guy. He was a teenager. Told the woman that the husband had been having sex with him for years. See, and she didn't believe it because that's her husband. There's no way this is true. And you know, I don't know if it's true. Of course, I wasn't there. But I'm thinking, like, I'm, how many times that probably just goes on and just yeah. nobody believes it. This man is just having sex with this young boy on a regular basis. Got him doing all kinds of things to him, and then he goes home to his woman at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I remember a dude I used to play ball with. The guy he was living with, that was his guardian. As we got older, we realized he was having sex with him when we were younger. See? I mean, he brought the boy into his house and, you know, he's having sex with him. Because a friend of mine, like, found some drawers under the bed, like some bloody drawers and shit. Crazy. And when you see stuff like that, in your mind, you want to think it's an isolated incident, but no, it's not even close to being that. No. This shit goes on. We just don't know about it. Yeah. Bro, so as a, as a mother- incident is one time it happening. That ain't no one time thing. A grown man, yeah. that's what a, a boy, another boy, that ain't but no one time See, we don't think. Thing. We don't think about it when a man just brings a boy into his house and becomes a guardian. We don't think of that. We don't think of it when an AAU coach always has boys at his house. Right taking them out of town. We don't think about shit like this. Parents don't think about Deacon Jones spending time with their son. And that's why you got to talk to your kids, man. 
my boys know anybody touch you appropriate, you let us know, especially my youngest, because he the youngest. You have to, because a lot of kids, a lot of know. kids are scared. A lot of a lot of kids are scared to talk to their parents. They think they're gonna get in trouble, and that should never happen. Nope. And they should never be in a position where they believe somebody telling them they'll get in trouble if they tell their parents. Exactly. Please let me know. Let me know. Nobody needs to be touching you, period. No one. Nobody. Not a soul. Male, female, I don't care. I don't give a fuck who it is. Anybody touch you, you let me know. I need to know. Because somebody got to die, like Biggie said. Well, being a parent is a job, and that's part of the job, keeping that communication open, man. Even with the kids. Trey, I wouldn't know what to do, bro. I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do. If my boys came to me and said that I've been I've been molested by such and such, somebody that you trusted, that you trust. Me and the judge gonna talk about it. Yeah, straight up. That is straight me, up. Me and the judge gonna have a conversation. Yep. I'll be asking him questions. Your Honor, what would you do when a son that is your seed, your firstborn, yep. comes home and tells you yep. this man, this man that you play basketball with that you trusted to take your son to a basketball tournament with his son yep. was putting his hands on him inappropriately. What would you do, Yama? I did what any father would do. I had an out-of-body experience. Yep. I, re- I really can't even recall the chain of events. All I know is I saw this person that I know damaged my child, child. and my child will probably mm-hmm. never recover from it. So I can't even tell you the whole chain of events. Can't even attempt to tell you the whole chain of events. I'm saying, am I guilty of performing an act? Yeah, I did something, bro. I would, bro. Did he die? Trey, I I just wouldn't know, bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> if he didn't die, if he didn't die, all I can say is, did he die? It'd be. And don't ask me, did I want him to die? <laughs> my babies, bro. My baby. I'm, I'm under oath, man. My son's 28 years old. He's still my baby. I'm still yeah. fighting. Yeah, who you telling? <laughs> we still go fight, nigga. Bro. So if you don't want, yo, listen, and I'll tell my son this face. If you don't want hey, me to react, don't, don't tell, tell me. Don't tell me. Because I'm a, I'm instant reaction. I'm instant reaction. Yo, you tell me it's going down. For real. If I love me, even if I even if you my man, if we ain't yeah. gonna do nothing, don't call me and tell me, son. Yeah, now I'm the same way too. I rather or just or, to or or just let me know you ain't trying to do nothing. You just trying to vent. Then I got it. Then yep. okay, I'm listening. Then I know I know I know where to put myself at because outside of that, nah, you talking too much. Where you at? Let's go. Yeah, you know I mean, where you? I'm at work, but where you at? I'm I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I remember I said something to you. You was like, man, I thought you were telling me we gotta go. I was like, I'm ready to roll. <laughs> I'm packing my backpack and everything. You're going to tell me some old bullshit. I was ready to get, get, get it going. Shit. Yo, so um, yeah. finally finishing up my documentary, my Black Father's Doc. And the reason why it took me so long, because um, it's just some technical difficulties. You know, me, I'm I'm in my head. I was in my head. This is just, fuck it. I was in my own head. And that's why it was taking me so long. Once I finally got out of my own head and got out of my space, I was able to understand and know what I wanted to do and how I want this to look. Um, but I got a question. You are a black father as well as I am. How important is it to be one? Well, you you have a um you have a stake in the future. You know what I mean? Because you're you're putting a young man out there, developing into a man that could be a contribution to society and for us to get life where it needs to be as a community, it's one household at a time. So you have stock in that. Your household is that stock. I have one son, you have two. Right. That's We have stock in that. We have to put positive black males out here in this universe, man. I don't think we take it seriously enough because a lot of us aren't even getting relationships with our sons until they grown. And a lot of times by they grown, you missed out on so many educational opportunities. Now, they're gonna make mistakes as young men and men, but if you raise them, the information is there. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the information that you and I use, it ain't new to us. No, not at all. We just we just decided to make it relevant. Right. But a lot of these people, 
become young men, become adults. They don't have the information. And we talk all the time about people mis being misinformed. So that's that's how I look at it, because they're going out here in the world with a lot of misinformed people. And the only thing that protects them is the information. That's the only armor they have is the information. I mean, so as a father, that's what I always thought about. Like, I was terrible relationship-wise. I was terrible as a husband when I was young. But being a father, I took seriously. Like I said to you before, I chose to teach my son how to read because I wanted us to share that. I want him to see me reading so he knew the value in that. I want to see him seeing me journal, seeing me write, so he can see the value of putting my, putting my feelings on paper and articulating. I want him to have that. So at least he has that information that he can pull from. So if he's in a tough situation, he can process that information and make an educated decision. You know what I mean? So that's how I always thought about it. And I think as black men, we don't take that. We take it too lightly as a whole. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I'm pleased with all the black men that take it seriously, but I don't. I, I wish it wouldn't have to be a conversation. I wish it would be the norm. No, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. And if we have this conversation, let's say with five men, we have this conversation, you and I are going to look at each other because at least one of the men is cap. Oh, yeah. Like heavy cap, like big fedora cap. <laughs> and we like... Yeah, you lie. That's usually the one that talks the most. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, bro, your, your story is too intricate. You're lying. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're damn sure right. I think, I think, and that was the, that, what you said was the reason why I put this um, documentary together. Because one, I felt like I wanted to get some like-minded brothers. I got a few brothers together that I knew that were die hard about their children and um, really, you know, just really about their kids and, and, for me, that's, I don't even want you around me if you got kids and you don't spend no time with them. You know what I'm saying? Or you ain't got a relationship with them. I need a reason. Like, why you ain't got a relationship with them? Oh, they mama. I don't want to hear that. You nah, know what nah, I'm that's not a reason. That's not a reason. That's not a reason. That's not a reason at all. I understand. I understand they, they can put a hurdle and make shit difficult, but. Now when you get in your 40s, bro. We're not talking yeah. about 18 years old. You just had a baby. You're in your 40s. Yep. Child I grown. mean, most of us, unfortunately, most of us that had babies with women that we didn't stay with in a relationship, there was a period of time, whether it was a short period or long period, it was a period of time. Yeah. When you get in your 40s, the child is at an age where they make their own decision when they become teenagers. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, you can't make up for lost time, but every day oh. is a new day to start. And that's and that's my thinking. What that's like with my daughter. I wasn't with her when she was young. You know what I mean? Okay. Due to those that's, things that's that always. I just was talking about. But guess what? Me and my daughter have some one of the best relationships. We talk every single day. I don't dwell on the past. She don't dwell on the past. I always said if she ever had got any questions about why this, why that, I'm gonna give her my rendition of those. You know, my answer, my side of the answer um, to those questions. Because I could only give you my side. I can't give you your mother's side. Or no, I can only give you my side. And I give her that information. You know what I'm saying? And she's asked about a little it bit, is. but she can ask a whole lot. Yeah. She just said, she's just happy with now. And that's important to me. You know what I'm saying? Because when I look at her, that's like, like that was the first. That was everything, you know what I mean, for me. So now it's like, yo, the relationship we have is so awesome to a point where, you know, God forbid, I don't need that right now. I'll be a granddad eventually. Well, the, the most the most important thing is the child. And if you sit there and you tell a child what went on, okay, maybe you and the mother were strained. Maybe you had issues. Maybe you had some toxicity. Right. But when a child becomes a teenager in the upper teens, in college level, a child can ask you to your face. Yep. Hey, what about now? What about what now? What about now? Yep. What are you going to say? Nothing. Ain't nothing stopping you now, nigga. Not a goddamn thing. Now, the first few conversations, it might be rough or whatever. Yeah. But okay, so what? Yeah, you got to go through I got, that. I got a partner right now in Vegas. Been hiding damn near the last 20 years. He ain't seen his kids in like 20 years. That's cool. Trying to, trying to lie and say he can't go back back home because child support looking for him. First of all, you lying. The child support want to find you. I don't give a fuck where you at. They're going to find you because you got a social security number. Bro, my child support order is in South, was in South Carolina. I moved to Florida, that shit moved to Florida with me. You I moved to North Carolina, that motherfucker moved to North That's Carolina with point. me. That's my point. That's my point. It's like your driver's license. Wherever you mm -hmm. go, it's going to follow you. It's going to follow So you're going to tell me, you're you going to hide for the rest of your life and don't see your kids? Now both your kids are out of high school. They're grown. But you ain't seen your mother in 20 years. You okay with that? 
That's because his a lot of these dudes' priorities be in the wrong place. Bro, and you got the audacity to tell somebody I don't answer your phone calls? No, I don't. Why should you? What you calling me for? But why should you? Why should you answer somebody's phone? Nigga, you show up at my door, I'm putting you in the car, I'm taking you to your mama's house. And you going inside. And as soon as you go inside, I'm pulling off. Mm-hmm. And if you got bags, I'm leaving them at your door. Well, you got to talk to your mama. You got to talk to your kids. I don't understand. I'm not shit. telling you that. I'm I'm leaving you, know you at the door. Ain't no I conversation. I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the audacity to tell me you coming to see me? What you coming to see me for? <laughs> You're right. It's mad other people you need to go see. I'm I ain't the one. I'm gonna catch a plane, yo. So you can catch a plane to come see me, but you can't catch a plane to see your mother and your kids. And your mother's a single mother. You should really know how she feel. You should really know how she feel. But let me tell you something. Crying is okay, and I say this to say this: this man, and if he hears the podcast, he know I'm talking about me. But I ain't calling his name out. So if he offended, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you gonna do? You gonna call me crying? Talking about your family feel like you 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 left them, so they disowned you. You did leave them, and they didn't disown you. You left them. You left them. Right. If I don't talk to you for twenty years and you call me, of course I'm not that pleasant because I know you're alive because I hear your voice. So I'm relieved that you're alive. But fuck you. You've been going for twenty years. I might even hug you when I see you. Then I'm gonna punch you in your fucking face. <laughs> That's a fact. Then I might hug you again. Then I'm gonna punch your ass in the it's stomach, nigga. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be out, we're gonna be out tomorrow, but you're gonna get these blows today. Because I ain't know where you was at for 20 years. 20. They know where you was at. You just pop up every once in a while on Facebook. That means you had kids that graduated high school, didn't see you, maybe went to college, maybe went to whatever. You know what I mean? And if they get into a situation, let's say with a man, toxicity, whatever, whatever, you're going to get mad all of a sudden and act like you want to go look for somebody. Cool. You showed them toxicity their whole life. Yeah. We're not, we, I don't know where, where our minds is at, man. No, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Where our minds is at? Not in the proper place that it should be. Left and went all the way to Vegas. This was like 20 years ago. Kids would have been out there yeah. visiting me. If I if I, they can't live with me, they'd have been out there visiting me. Bro, because I had to think about it. When I lived in Maryland, I wasn't even 40 yet. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't even 40 yet. And them kids was kids. They grown now. They grown out of high school, bro. Grown. They might got kids. I don't know. You might. might. Yeah, because they grown, grown now. Might. I just, I just can't see myself in a position where I have to think about calling my son on the phone. No. Because I'm worried about how he might react. No. See, people always want to tell you about tension within the family, but they never want to be transparent about how it got there. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Just like even within relationships. Yeah, you have situations where your girl might get on your nerves or a woman's man it's might get on your nerves, but there's tension that got up to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Accountability, we ain't talked about accountability in a while. But accountability is just, it's the answer to all of that shit. I mean, if you got tension with somebody, yo, communication can kill all that. It really could. Now, maybe when it first happened, you don't feel like talking about it. But nigga, you ain't gonna tell me 10, 15 years go by and you don't attack a situation. Right. Then that person had no value. None whatsoever. I, I can't, I can't remain friends with a person that wears self-inflicted pain as a uniform. I just can't. Because all your issues are you. I'm not your medicinal property. You know what I mean? I'm not okay. I'm not here for that. Okay, I'm, I'm with that, I'm with that. I'm not your medicinal property. Now, if you want to get it together, yo, I can give you that ride. I keep gas in the car, ain't nothing. I'm all down for the, for the reconciliation. You know what I mean? I'll be that conduit. I'll take you there. I'll take it to your mama. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'll take you to your kids. Right. But don't call me for nothing else. Yeah. Now I'm with you. 
I'm, I'm, I'm like deadbeats. You're a deadbeat. I, I don't really yeah. have no time for you. No, I need a ride to go. Where, where we going? See your mama? You know what I'm saying? See your kid? <laughs> yeah, the kid. That's three hour drive, but I'm good. I'm off tomorrow. What's good? <laughs> I got some people up there too. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Now what now you, you doing? Right. Now don't sit, don't, don't sit down. Don't sit down. It'll sit down. I just came out to the bathroom. We about to go. <laughs> we ain't no. going nowhere. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I make you, I make you think we're going to the bridge Sunday. We're going on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yo, so let's let's move. Let's move. We're closing out soon. We almost had an hour. Um is RB dead? According to Puff. Nah, that's nah, man. I mean, yo, there's always gonna be quality artists, man. I mean, if you're judging everything based on what's popular, yeah. what's popular a lot of times is a reflection of what society is all about. I agree. So to think that nobody can sing, of course there's great singers out there. To think nobody's making quality soul music, it's unrealistic. Of course there's quality soul music out there. Right. Is it on the large scale? No. No, but the large scale, the large scale is programmed. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. And and, and and the listeners have more power than they give themselves also. Yep. Most of us ain't buying tickets to shows. We're not buying merch. A lot of us ain't even streaming shit. Hell, a lot of people our age are listening to audiobooks. I'm guilty too. We listen to audiobooks and podcasts. We're not out here really supporting artists like that no more. Because it ain't I our mean, cup of tea right now. If it was something that was our cup of tea, we we would invest that time and energy into it. But no, none of this shit is our cup of tea. Tank just dropped something incredible. But let's see how he marketed. I think it's incredible, incredible project. A, a good percentage of us are lazy searchers. If we have to search for the music, we ain't searching. But back in the days, we had the record stores. The shit was right in front of us. Oh shit, we'll purchase. But if we have to search for shit, we lazy as hell. You got a lot of people now. We don't even go to the mall no more. We buy shit online. I'm guilty of that. I know I do. Bro, I do most of my shopping off Instagram. I could talk to you now about some sneakers. Every pair of sneakers I want, I'm going to see within the next two hours. Oh, yeah. Or I could talk to you about some camel pants or some camel joggers. <laughs> right. I know Lil Sean was, um, I bought it, we, me and the wife bought him some um, LeBrons for, you know, first day of school back. And he was like, he had sent me um, two colorways of this particular shoe, right? He didn't see this particular colorway because it didn't come to him. He's not a member on Nike IM, so this particular colorway came to me. Colorway's fire, so we bought it, right? He gets it. He said, Dad, where did you find these? this color? Because he looking in his app, and I'm like, oh, no, you ain't a member. You you ain't buying no shoes, bro. You ain't set up like that. Said, so I'm set up that way, but you the same way. We just buy everything online. Once I know your size, like, dog, we literally... All his school clothes for, for um, school, both of them. One of them got to wear uniforms. Uniform, the other one doesn't. And you know, we just online. We know your sizes. Yo. We already know what fits. We know the brand. Boop, 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 boop. Clear the car. Move had this on. discussion discussion with one of my partners. He called me at work. And he was asking me, like, where's there a shop in Durham besides South Point, right? And I'm thinking, like, fuck you asking me for? I buy everything online. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't buy nothing for, yo, son, like, why would I do that? Everything is online. Everything. Man, I, I like going to the sneaker store and seeing the sneakers on the wall. I said, yo, bro, there's like limited places in North Carolina where you go in a sneaker store and there's mad sneakers on the wall. Yep. Because uh, it's That's, more merch. It's more merchandise than anything. You go to Hibbert Sports if you want it. It's, it's They only have a bunch of shoes like that. Fucking son, Foot Locker and all them champs. And, no, listen, they don't I love my home. New York is my home. I don't go back as much as I used to. When I go back, I love it. I love the nostalgia of going to Jamaica Avenue and seeing all the shops. I love it. But the realism of it is, I am not there anymore. I am not going all the way to New York just to shop anymore. Right. When I can get what I want online. Right. I'm not going all the way to New York to shop unless I'm going to spend five, ten grand. Yo, how do we get on this? How do we get on shopping? 
He was talking about online or something. <laughs> we was we were talking about R and B, nigga. We said fuck that shit. That's why R and B dead, huh? That's why that shit is dead. Puff might be right. Really we were talking know. about R and B, and then we digressed to shopping, huh? Yo. Oh no, no 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 no! I was saying we're lazy shoppers. Searchers, searchers right, 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 right. Searchers, right, right. and somehow somehow searchers went to shoppers. Right? Yo, Puff, Puff and JD, they doing um hits, hits by hit celebration. They're not doing verses because verses is a dub right now. Well, Triller is a dub for everybody right now. Versus They're doing their own version of verses. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. their own version of verses. I think yeah. it'd be dope. They I both got dope. hits. Yeah. I would buy tickets for them. I definitely would. I don't know where it's going to be at. It's probably going to be in Atlanta. As long as it's not at like a club. Yeah, if it's, it got to be an auditorium or something. If it's at a club, I ain't fucking with it. Nope. But if it's at an auditorium, I think I might go to Atlanta for that, son. It's gonna be a lot of people, bro. Hey, it's cool, man. As long as we got some good seating. It's gonna be standing room on. Nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> six, you six, said six. good good seating? Good Son, seating. how you gonna where you gonna sit at? Where you gonna sit at, you eight feet tall? It's auditorium seats, man. It's sitting seat. I doubt it. I'll be rocking that jump up. Real love. You're not jumping up to do nothing. You're dog, not Puff, jumping up Puff to do Puff that, dog. JD going to have a hard night, son. I know everybody keeps talking. Look, I love Jermaine Dupree. He got some of the joints. But when Puff start playing some of that Mary J. Blige shit that he touched on, some of that, J- some of that Jodeci shit he touched on. JD is going to usher and Mariah carry you to death, bro. And that's it. Puff going Puff to bring you. They got them pieces. Uh, and then throw in a biggie. I mean, okay. Craig Mack, flavor it'll, in your ear, hit you with a little black rod. Whoa, man, he can take it to many different. I love Jermaine Dupri. I love Jermaine Dupri. It all depends on what you want to hear. I love Jermaine Dupri, but we doing hits by hits. Puff got them joints, son. All, all mean, he got to do is have Mary J. Block. Mar- Dog, Mariah Carey can't even sing no more. Mary J. Blige still can sing. She jump on that stage to do her dance with them big ass boots. And I really doubt she was showing up for that bullshit. <laughs> Who? Mary. You know, you know Mary show up for Puff. Don't do that. Why? You know, Why? you know she shows up for Puff all the time. She shows up for Puff all the time. And that and that ain't showing no bullshit. At, showing up and showing up for performing is two different things. I think she'll show up, bro. It's Puff. Okay. It's Puff. It's Puff. And, and it ain't going to be right. no lowest. It's Puff, son. We're not going to say that. We're not going to say fuck Puff. Fuck that nigga. Why not? I'm You say no fuck Puff. It's Puff. I just said who gives a damn. It's Diddy. Diddy. Everybody. So Everybody gives a damn. So what? Brother Love. Ain't no love. Brother Love is amazing. Gotta love. <laughs> Whoa. Pause. It's amazing. Nah, we're not going to do that. Yo, everybody, DJ Khaled album was dope. I ain't gonna, I, I was talking hella shit. I wasn't talking hella shit. I just threw something out there because it's another Khaled that he do too much. But the project is actually it's super dope. Project is super I'll, dope. I'll, I'll let you tell me. And I heard enough. I like it. I like it a lot. And then uh, whole, whole verse on there. Um, it's dope. It's very good. Very, very good. But y'all gotta stop with Guru did it did this, and that's why everybody debating. It wasn't the best Jay Z verse ever. It was not. It's good. It's, it's the best promotion ever for Jay Z. Highly, it was. It was definitely a dope verse from Hov. Just to hear him really rap and still be upper echelon. It's like watching LeBron or watching Jordan. Well, people that still hooping. I like that. Still upper echelon. Everybody. Rap. Everybody fell for it. That's the best promotion ever for a verse. It was great. It was a dope verse. That shit made that shit made everybody go listen to it. Yeah. It was it wasn't but a I'm bad a, verse. But I'm gonna say on the show, I don't have to hear Eminem ever again the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, because his song came on right after that song. That's all I heard was the whole record. And I heard um Eminem. I don't know what Eminem was doing. <laughs> But a lot of people, I heard some people saying that Rick Ross and Lil Wayne shouldn't be on that record. I, I don't know why I, they shouldn't I disagree. be. They definitely I, should be on that. They I should think, be on that record. I think they both did well. That record was set up for Ross. They started off, and Wayne did what Wayne does. It was real, real dope effort by Wayne. Yeah, I'm I mean, not even a whole big Wayne went, fan. Whole man. went fucking five minutes. Whole went five minutes. 
Who would yeah, expect like, it? And then ended with John Legend crooning at the end. That's a setup. <laughs> like that, like come on, sir. Bro, you gave me 16 balls. Did you give Jay 80? Come on, man. 80. <laughs> 80 balls. He went crazy on them 80 though. Yo, he would double entendre hold that whole bars, uh, that whole shit. Yo, but think about it. I love Ross. Ross can't give me 80 bars. Because that's going to be mad wing stop references, bro. I don't want to hear that shit for 80 bars. And I like Ross. I like Ross. I think Ross make great records, great song. But he, I don't know what he's going to do this next project. But And then Wayne. I don't like you gonna auto tune me to death I'm on your a, rap verse. You gonna auto tune me to death? I'm not a big Wayne fan because of the auto tune and shit. Man. You know, it's like he do that now. That's like second nature. It's like come on, fam. But with Ross, I look at Ross as, as um a good music maker. He makes oh, yeah. hip hop. He makes yeah. He makes good records. I I still like him and Jay Boss. I don't look at Ray, Rick Ross as somebody I, to hear his bars. I just like to hear the songs he creates. I agree. He and makes that's, good records. He definitely that's not a, that's that's not an insult at all. I think he makes dope records. So my boys gonna make my boys gonna make me hurt them. They outside messing with that pool. They don't make me fight them. Man, don't be selling wolf tickets on on um on air, man. I don't want nobody drowning on my time. Don't drown on my time. Don't drown on my time. Drown on they somebody else's time. Be drowning nowhere. I agree. I agree. Drown in sleep. Go to sleep. Take a nap. But yo, man, that's uh, that's all I got, bro. You got anything else you want to add? You got any um, trade dot um, closing remarks? In closing, I'm gonna say trust your gifts. You know, when you're a gifted individual, when you're passionate, there will always be people that will oppose those gifts because they don't have that passion and they're jealous of your gifts, man. It's what it is. Other people's opinions are just what it is. Everybody's going to look down on you during that grind because they don't understand the work that has to be put into a gift or a passion for a gift. Trust that passion. Trust that gift. Maintain that momentum. All right. There we go. Yeah, there was, the ending was a little rough, but, you know, he normally has a little something at the end of that. But great words. Don't need no ending because it don't end. You got to repeat and keep it going. Yo, There's man, no it's the Black Male Podcast. T.S. Yes, is who I am. Peace and blessings. Straight down is who I am. I hate this nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 70, what again? 70, what, 78, you said? 77. 77. Somebody stepped into the future. <laughs> we'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Yeah. I still don't like this dude.